All right, so welcome to uh, our third podcast. Uh, this is The Formula. Uh, I am uh, one of the uh, hosts, uh, William Barnes, and uh, who else we got? We got Tammy Anderson. Paul Monteith. Leon Winfrey. Harry Cicada. Oh, sorry. Just awesome. So, uh, I'm glad that I'm glad that we we're, we're coming together to do this podcast today. We're going to be just talking a little bit about um, our program, Red is the Road to Wellness, or RRW. All right, this is Paul Monteith, and uh, I have two questions. My first question is, what is the target target population? The program will be helping. So our target population uh, is are will be people that are leaving some type of supervision, parole, probation. Um, people that are leaving DHS service, uh, so they're being discharged. They've completed whatever the requirements are. Um, people who are completing treatment. So they've they've had 90, 120 days of treatment. They've they've successfully completed and they're transitioning uh, back into kind of life after treatment, and the homeless population. So that covers a lot of dynamics, but all the areas that we target are areas that are specifically uh, focused on not competing with other programs that are already in existence. Our goal through uh, our program is to complement programs and resources that are already in the community. Um, Initially, the the goal is to deal with the entire population, but our initial goal is to target males. Okay, and the follow-up question, and how are you as a program going to help fulfill your clients' dreams of success? Good question. Uh, As a program, the way we plan on um, fulfilling our clients' goals and dreams is, is by first identifying what those goals and dreams are. That plan is also centered around teaching fundamental skills in those areas areas of interest for the clients that we serve. Okay, thank you. That's all I have. Um, I have a question for follow-up from Paul's. Um, Do you think you'll ever help women eventually? Yeah, yeah. Down the road? The plan is to expand to a point where we're helping women we're helping um, we're helping women with children, which is a whole nother dynamic. Uh, so yeah. What exactly is your vision for your for the program? Uh, the overall vision is a program that I that mm, makes that 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 allows humanity to be first and foremost. Looking at, looking at people like we really are interested 
in helping people opposed to trying to solve a problem. We're looking at helping people. Because those are two different, those come from two different places. We want to solve a problem because we don't want to see homeless people out there. Opposed to saying, we want to help them because that's another human being that I care, have care and compassion about. So that's the, that's the overall vision of our program. How long did it take to get this program up and going from when you first had the vision of this program? Oh man, it's been uh, eight years going on nine years. And so now it's starting to snowball and move in the right direction. It is, it is. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, that's all I have right now. Oh, well, Tammy, those were some great questions. And um, I'm, I'm interested in um, continuing to, to learn more. But um, Paul, before you jump off, um, you want to kind of share a little bit about what your role is with the organization and um, what you're looking to contribute in the next um, year or so? Sure. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. I'm put, putting together the, uh, the second chance employment program. I'm actually going to facilitate helping people find work, helping people find schooling if that's what the route they want to take i'm uh i'm gonna be hands-on in facilitating to help people find success career-wise is basically what i got going awesome awesome well thank thanks for sharing that thanks for sharing that so so william um can you tell us a little about your background and history in um community service so i went to school probably at 19, 20, somewhere around in there, um, and uh, was studying law um, and end up, uh, end up getting, uh, uh, catching a case uh, and, and, and uh, looking at a bunch of time. Uh, but following that, um, I, uh, I, I started a spiritual relationship while going through that transition uh, with that case and and um, <clears throat> one of the things that I left that I left um, that uh, incarceration with was this idea that I would always be committed to growing where I was planted um, basically ah. basically you know he, he found me in a place where I was uh, where I was very uh, I, I was at my lowest point in life and so uh, as the years progressed, uh, I, I always did some study, some research, some learning around uh, that experience and, and uh, many other things uh, dealing with kind of changing behavior. Uh, and when I was, ooh, it's probably been like eight or nine years ago, maybe, uh, I had an opportunity to start. I got into uh, church really heavy and moved up, moved through the ranks in church and and um, started uh, doing outreach in the jail, jail and prison. Uh, and so with that, I was going in and seeing people, spending time with people. Uh, and I had, it was, a, it was clearly a calling for me. Uh, it, was, it was something that uh, I gravitated to relatively quickly and was, was, ended up being much more effective than most people who 
had attempted it in the past. And so uh, I knew it was something that, that God had called me to do. And it kind of gave me the opportunity to reflect back on uh, what my commitment was to grow uh, where I was planted, um, grow where I was found. Uh, and so uh, I was always, I, since then, I uh, started uh, preaching, uh, teaching and preaching at the gospel mission in town. Then it went from that to teaching inside the jail. I went from doing pastoral care to teaching, actually being let inside the jail to do uh, to do um, uh, preaching and teaching. Uh, did a Bible-based uh, curriculum. Uh, that's how. That's kind of where Perry and I met. I structured. Uh, they after I after things got really big in the jail. Uh, they said, well, we want you to do stuff out of the jail too. And so, uh, so Perry and I uh, worked together and developed some curriculum um, that, that I ended up teaching outside the jail for a while. Uh, and then from there, I got hired by, uh, correct, by corrections uh, and, and my career took off from there. I fell into it and I had a mentor um, her name was uh, Chris Eddy, and she she helped me um, get certified and move through the ranks. And as she would always say, get some alphabets behind my name. Uh, and so um, that took me through all through this present day uh, of being um, being involved with uh, with counseling and and um, that type of thing now. And and so here I am. Uh, awesome. Awesome. So you kind of touched on the second question and I think you covered it really well. And it would have been, where does your, um, where does your drive, passion and interest to serve marginalized groups come from? And, you know, in your response, I I think you hit on all of that, but is there anything about your drive, your compassion or your interest in serving these serving marginalized groups that you you like to share in addition i mean it... yeah no i'm glad you i'm glad you you asked that um you know my why my why is is centered around um kind of some of the things that my dad taught me early on uh, he he would always my dad would always see the best in me. And and my drive passion uh, drive and passion is based around seeing the best in others. One of the things that I realized uh, that was that was an interesting thing uh, is after he passed away, it was uh, it was really motivating to see how many characteristics my dad had that 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 God that God had that my dad also mirrored in a lot of ways, ways, and one of those characteristics was seeing the best in people. 
he would always see the best in others and he always seen the best in me. I, I remember my times when my dad, when my dad would, would drive up to the seediest places that I would be at. And, and he, my dad was a clean cut, super L7 square dude, right? Um, he would pull up to the seediest places where weed was getting smoked and all this other stuff was happening. And he'd say, well, where's Billy at? <laughs> and people would come in wherever I was at and they'd be like, some guy's out there. He looks like the, he looks like a fed. <laughs> he's out there asking for you. And I said, well, what does he look like? Oh, he's black. He got a gold tooth. I said, that's my dad. <laughs> so I'd go out there and, and, and I would be, you know, smelling like weed and, 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 uh, and really looking, uh, looking like, um, uh, you know, carrying, carrying a gun and, and, you know, just, just really, uh, you know, wide open. And my dad would act like he didn't see none of that, smell none of that. And the first thing he'd say is, son, let's go have breakfast or let's go have dinner. And we'd sit around and we'd talk like nothing, nothing else in the world mattered. And, and I remember that distinctly. So I think a lot of my motivation, I know a lot of my motivation comes from that. And then, uh, you know, a lot of my motivation comes from that. It really does. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to call it generational because your dad was a cool dude. Yeah. I, I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> you were pushing a BMW in Germany in, uh, what, 1980s, 1990s, <laughs> you know, um, speaking some German, um, educated. He, he was a, ahead of his time. He was he was uh-huh. I didn't know what I was witnessing as a young man, but he he was an interesting character. I think I think you're selling him short because I I know he was cool. So. Yeah, no, he was a he was a super cool dude. He was a super cool dude, man. And, and you know, you know, I, I gotta say, man, like a lot of who I am and the reason why I do what I do, and and specifically with this program is because of him. You know, I remember I remember um, there was this park. And, 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 you know, I'm out there still trying to do everything I'm doing. My dad out there kicking it with me. And I'm like, Dad, I'm going to run to the store. So I remember running to the store, right? And, and my dad's sitting there. I come back from the store. I see his car. I'm looking around. I'm like, where my dad at? I look out, I look out in the field, man, and it's a bunch of winos uh, back in the back corner of this park drinking. I look out there. My dad out there in his creased jeans. And 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 sweatshirt. My dad used to wear creased jeans and a sweatshirt, creased sweatshirt, right, to relax, right. And he's he was a trip, man. Like he was a super sharp dude. Like you're right, he was cool as hell. Uh, but anyway, he was sitting down. He was sitting back there with a PhD. He's sitting back there on the ground, talking to them winos. And I'll never forget that, man. Like you know, he he seen. Man, he's seen he's seen people, man. He's seen people, man, and and that's something that that was that ended up later on in life being a real blessing to me in terms of being able to pick myself up and and, and have enough pride, motivation, and and vision to to embrace my uh, present. To embrace the right now, to embrace the moment of life, and, and continue to move forward, man, and 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 so that's my why, really, 
you know, gotcha. in terms of how we, why, 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 what, what my motivation is. I, I know I got a little long winded. You know, I, my heart, uh, my heart beats strong for my pops, man. You know, I yeah. miss him very much, but uh-huh. he left me with something good. You know that I'm standing on. It, it's it's all good. It's all good. You know, um, you know, just like Batman has got Robin. You know, it takes a, it takes a team to make this thing go off. And we we talked for a moment. We got a chance to get an introduction to Paul. I was wondering if if Tammy would take an opportunity to introduce herself and tell us a little bit about what what she's doing with the organization. Well, I uh, pretty much do anything Mr. Barnes needs me to do. <laughs> I uh, do social media, a um, little bit of, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, um, like put together some brochures, some fundraising stuff, advertisement stuff, um, just here to help in whatever way I can. It really doesn't, I don't think I have a defined role. I just a little bit of everything. So, so you kind of the you kind of the right hand man, and so you got to understand nothing happens without the hands. So, <laughs> right hand woman. Hey, right hand woman. Okay, I I gotta go. I was trying to go gender neutral, but yeah. right woman. we're going gender neutral. You just say I'm a gopher. I can go for this. I can go for that. I go do this. <laughs> yep. No. Yeah. Um, did Did you want to share anything about um? the property where um, you're kind of launching the program, Will, and um, how you how you came into it or um, how those things developed. Talk to us a little bit about the property that you're going to be working at. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I You know, uh, for, it, it always gets, well, first I got to say this. It always gives me some pause when you say you, because it's us. We in All this right. thing together, man. You know, so so it gives me pause when you when you don't acknowledge that because we a team in this, man. And uh, uh, so but but you know, to the property, I we were we were at a meeting uh, early on, and and there was a discussion about you know what what kind of property do we want and you know, kind of what we're looking for. And Tammy said, um, "Well, my family has a piece of property that would probably be good." And and from there it, it just it's developed into uh, that being the location in which we uh, we're starting this program. Uh, it's a two acre piece of property uh, with an existing structure on it and room for our apartment complexes and uh, and everything on it. And one of the interesting things, and, and I'll let Tammy talk a little bit about this part. But one of the interesting things is that is that. Man, it's probably been five, six years ago. Six years ago, I had this lawn equipment. And so I'm driving around my trailer and something something hits me and says, clean up any place, wherever, wherever it was a house of God, it's still a house of God, make sure it stays clean. This particular property that we ended up, that we're, that we're, we're starting at, is actually one of the properties that I cleaned up, hauled a bunch of junk away from, kept the grass cut. You know, this was six years ago. I never, never even knew that it would be at a place where we're, we're actually, you know, getting that property to start that our, start our program. Um, but anyway, that's kind of what happened. And, and one day I knew it was something special about it though, because one day there was, uh, I'm out there cutting the grass 
and this lady pulls over across the street and she gets out with these flags, these prayer flags, and she's flagging and she's crying and she's praying and flagging for like 20 minutes. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, that's really something. I didn't know what why she was doing it, but um, when I stopped the lawnmower, she came over and she started telling me about how, you know, um, I was going to be blessed for cutting this grass and and how this this property was anointed and all of this different stuff and which kind of caught me off guard a little bit. I, I didn't expect all of that. Um, and then uh, when Tammy brought it up as a property to look at, she showed me a picture of her grandfather uh, standing on that land before the building was even built and the whole vision of uh, why they even wow. bought the property. So Tammy can tell us a little bit more about kind of what you know about why they, you know, purchased the property and that type of thing. But it goes hand in hand with our program. The uh, they, Him and my grandma bought the property to build a church on. They were hardcore Christians, I guess. They'd travel all over and go to revivals and camp meetings. And so he bought the church and or the property and then I think it was like 83-ish that they built the church. And that's when there wasn't even a road all the way through. It was just a dirt road from Altamont to the front door, basically. Was it was it to build a church or was it to help people? To help the native people, because it was called Klamath Indian Full Gospel at one time. Yeah. So it was to help all the natives in, around here, yeah. around Klamath. But it was open to anybody. I mean, they welcomed anybody. I was gonna say, I think that I think it was. I think anybody could come. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was for anybody, and they had you know a diverse group of congregation. Yeah, because I remember I, I you know just kind of I, I heard I've heard talk over the years about how different there it was a it was ran ran and owned by built by natives, but there was a diverse group of people that fellowship there. And so along the same, you know, one of the things that her dad said was um, this is a perfect fit for that property because this is what my parents minute, minute to do is to help people. You know, and so it's powerful, man. It, it, most, it most definitely is. Um, can you, um, reflect for a moment on the, um, RRW mission? What is it and what does it mean to you? Okay. So, so the RRW mission is, um, is reads, uh, to thrive. It is vital to embrace humanity and to create a healthy community. Um, you know, it's a brief statement, but there's power in it. Um, to thrive, it is vital to embrace humanity. There's no way for us to thrive as as um, as people, as uh, a human race, without um, embracing the importance of recognizing humanity. There's no way to move. I mean, there's a ceiling. When you when you when you don't embrace humanity, there's a ceiling. There's always a limit. 
because it's uh, if you don't embrace humanity, it's because uh, he's doing dope. It's because he went to jail. It's because he's black. It's because he's native. It's because he's white. It's because he cusses. It's because he didn't go to church. It's because he all of these different barriers come up in 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 the basic idea of humanity, i.e. harmony in everything that's been created. And so that is a part of the 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 mission, but um the second part is about creating a healthy community. What is our uh it's really a call to action. The second part of our mission statement is a call to action. Um creating a healthy community. Instead of waiting for something to happen, instead of looking for a way, looking for harmony among among everything created to just happen, how do we play a role in that? What is our role? Right? I <clears throat> identifying and moving to action. Uh so so just kind of to capture uh our mission statement in a statement, it's it's really about how do we create harmony and how do we play an active role in doing that in our community? Got you, got you. Um, you know, I, I like to segue back here for a minute, and I know we got the uh, opportunity to introduce a member of our team. We talked to Paul. We got a, in, a moment to talk with Tammy. Um, I was wondering if Perry, I know you, you shared a little bit of your history with Perry, yeah. but if um, Perry would talk to us a little bit about the skills that, that she'll be bringing to the organization. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, well, William knows about, uh, so I've written um, about at least five or six years ago, I was thinking about, seriously, I only had a year left to live. What what would be the most important thing I could do to kind of leave behind? I have two adult children. And I thought of a life skills book. My book actually really fits with this whole, the whole mission and, and the goals of this um, foundation. Um, so the life skills that you've talked about, William. Yeah. Um, go ahead. No, I think that, I think that one of the things that, that you definitely contribute to what we're doing is, is your, um, history, skills, and, um, experience in teaching. A lot of what we're doing is going to be centered around teaching. So I think that's really something that you bring to our organization is that, you know, that, that experience in teaching. The other thing, you know, that, that I really acknowledge and appreciate is along the same lines of, of my dad's positive, <clears throat> positive characteristics and also, you know, in a spiritual sense, um, seeing the best in people. Uh, you, you know, you, yes. you were one of the people that, that gave me my first opportunity to, um, do a training that I developed. Um, and so I appreciate that she hosts, hosts my trainings and, and, um, and, and supports those financially. It's a blessing. 
so so those are the type of things that that we need because if if our why is about creating harmony and identifying our role in creating a healthier community that that's a that's a that's that's a common theme that that we all have and that you share and so i think that those are along with the things that you mentioned those are those are definitely um uh something that's definitely things you contribute yeah um just personally i'm just looking i'm excited and just looking forward to learn more about everybody that's that's on the team and all the different things that they'll contribute and you know their personal histories and experiences that you know when we mix all that stuff together um it's gonna make us a real powerful real really powerful organization i believe um, hadn't talked to you, I kind of got a sense of some other subject matter experts that um, you want to engage to bring industry leading programs and services and support to the community. So, so I want to, I want to hear, I want to hear from you, Leon, I was thinking you know, the same uh, thing. uh, you know, kind of, kind of what, what your thoughts are in terms of, uh, of uh, your contribution to our organization, because uh, it, I know it, you know, because we deal on so many levels, but, but I want to hear you talk about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I, I'm, you know, my goal is to, to be just like Tammy, you know, bottom line, anything Mr. Barnes says he needs, <laughs> that's, that's my job to try to help produce that and get that done. You know, my background, I, I, I guess, um, basically to, to make it plain and make it simple is, um, I've always been looking for a team. I've always been looking for a high performance team. I've always been wishing to be aligned from the top to the bottom in an organization and having worked in major industry, having worked for small business, having worked with governments, um, it's amazing how seldom that comes. And so just from that perspective, having the opportunity to work um, on this project with you and the individuals that you've assembled, it is really an opportunity to work on a, um, on a high performance team that I believe has a great ability to impact, um, impact, number one, your community, impact the state of Oregon, potentially the U.S., and then we'll see where it goes from there. I think there's a lot of power in the things that I hear you say. Um, you know, I guess if you want to classify me, I'm a little bit more like Forrest Gump. They have people just say, damn, that guy's lucky. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right place, right place, right time. I'm very blessed, and I know that it comes from the prayers of my my grandparents and my mom and others that have covered me where, you know, hey, I may have been, um, you know, they say God takes care of fools and babies, and <laughs> you're no longer a baby, Mr. Winfrey. So, <laughs> you know, but I think all in all, um, I'll try to bring to the organization just compassion and a heart and willingness to learn and, you know, chief cook or bottle washer, if it needs to be done, I'm going to do it. So that's who I am. Um, that's what I'm about. And I'm, I'm just looking forward to this journey. 
And, um, you know, just like Forrest Gump, you know, I mean, you know, things just happen in life. You know, <laughs> you and I, we lived across the street from each other when we were young, very young. And, um, you know, we weren't in touch for a while. And then one day I got a call and you started <laughs> asking some questions. And it's funny how um, how how the world works in that. You know, the, the things you were interested in were things that I was interested in. The things that you had questions about were some things I had some answers to. The things that I had questions about, some things you had answers to. So it just created an opportunity for continued growth with a person that you have a common path with. And um, I think that's great. And I see that same link in Paul's story with you and Perry's story and Tammy's story and also in my story. And, and that's a uniqueness that you can't hire into. Yeah. That's not something you can hire and create. It's yeah. something that where there's a bond that exists before you step on the field. Mm-hmm. And um, th- that's something special. So I'm very interested to see um, to see how this plays out. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. So, so, so we got got a chance to talk a little bit about me. Um, there was a couple of other base level RRW. One of the first things I said to you is, "What does that mean?" <laughs> oh man! So red is the road to wellness. Um, the 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 the, the kind of the story behind it's it's a long name, but there's a there's a there's a reason for it. Um, we, we chose that name because it's a talking point. Um, and the talking point being in this basin from peak to peak, it was original 14,000 years ago. It was all tribal land from peak to peak. Uh, the Klamath, Klamath tribes, Klamath, um, mainly Klamaths and there were Modoc and Yahuskin people in this area, but from peak to peak, um, it was it was all tribal land, and red is the road to wellness. Is basically about let's heal this community and this land from the ground up, from fourteen thousand years ago to today. Let's let's heal it all. Um, let's recognize and heal it all. And so that's kind of the meaning behind the name. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, So talk a little bit about, I know you mentioned it. um, Could you give us a little bit of a recap on what services you'll provide? Okay. The services that we'll provide is uh, we'll be teaching life. So we'll be teaching life skills with, it's kind of an overarching theme, but um, we'll be teaching uh, relationship skills. How? What is a good? What is a, a good mate? What is a mate worth having? How do you choose that mate? Those type of things. How do you re-enter a family after not being there for a period of time? How do you repair um, harms and hurts that you've created in the community? We'll be teaching those things. We'll be teaching financial fitness, right? So, so how do you? How do you empower yourself through finance? Do you understand stocks? Do you understand investments? Do you understand real estate? Do you understand how to leverage equity? How do you, do you understand how to um, 
identify and utilize um, good debt, right? All of those different things are, are all skills that we'll be teaching um, in addition to uh, some fundamental trade skills. We're looking at, uh, we're looking at having a, uh, a tech uh, department. So that's coding and, and that type of thing, teaching those skills. We're looking at um, construction skills. Uh, we're looking at um, various other skilled labor positions. Um, so those are all the things that we'll be teaching along with administration skills, uh, real estate skills, skills with dealing with real estate. All of those, uh, when I say real estate, I mean real estate sales and marketing and that type of thing. Um, and the idea is for us to um, connect people with um, businesses and entities that are already in operation and functioning and come alongside them and support them in teaching a skilled trade to the people that come through our program. That's what we're looking at. Then I know um, Perry had a question and I'll give her an opportunity to jump in and ask that as we um, get closer to our wrap up here. Well, my question uh, was about the, the kind of roles that are going to be needed to to work together to move this foundation forward. Yeah, but I think um, the most important thing uh, from a volunteer perspective is is really to be available when we need you. So that that uh -huh. could be that could be. Uh, somebody helping out with the ki in the kitchen. Some that could be somebody uh, helping us uh, transport individuals from one place to the other. I think that's going to be one of the biggest biggest components of our program. I think that um, being willing to uh, to just be a support to people, just see people for who they are, is going to be some Absolutely. of the biggest roles that we're going to have as an organization. That's, that, that's awesome. So if people wanted to volunteer, um, William, where would they go to find out more information about the program or to reach out to you or Tammy, et cetera? Um, they can, they, that's a good question. They can, uh, they can email us at hello at rrwlife.com. Um, and our website is rrwlife.com and so either of those two places there's also a phone number uh, 541-797-0088 so, so the last question I have I know we've been at this for a minute um, at the end of the day what legacy do you want to leave behind ooh ooh powerful um, I'll start by saying uh, who man Bless him. I am the sum of everyone who came before me. And the legacy that I want to leave behind <clears throat> is one of integrity, of an individual uh, who was able to see the person. 
at the end of each of these podcasts, I like to kind of have a final word. And I think a, a fitting name would, would be the blueprint of the formula. So anyway, the blueprint of the formula today uh, comes in a, in a lot of different dynamics. But the first thing I want to say is that I'm extremely thankful about the group of people that I have an opportunity to work with that you guys kind of are exposed to publicly, but also private, privately there's a whole team of people that, that support uh, the movement of what we're doing. And, and um, so that's awesome. Uh, I want to start with that. Leon talked about some experts that we're working with to expand the type of services that we have and, and the expertise that we draw on to be able to make decisions and things like that. We're, we're working with some people from the University of Cincinnati on some uh, corrections curriculum type stuff. And, and uh, th so that's pretty awesome. Leon himself, uh, he'll never say it, but he's a very skilled and educated businessman with a lot of experience. So having his national experience um, to kind of draw on is, uh, is pretty awesome. We also are working with the restorative two restorative justice experts on kind of bringing that idea to the community and introducing that to the community. We're working with some tech folks, um, leading experts in the technology field in terms of coding and things of that nature. We'll also be doing that. Uh, some leading financial experts in the nation as well uh, on um, the business type money management type of deal type of things that we have to offer and also teachers and higher education folks so um i think the the takeaway from this podcast for me was really to be motivated by your passion what is your passion hook your cart to that passion and allow that to be a motivation and not uh, let anything hinder you from continuing to reach higher regardless of where you're coming from or what your starting point is, continue to reach higher. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us on another podcast. And I guess uh, it's time to wrap it up. Hey, don't forget, we got to let them know where they can find this podcast on rrwlife.com on our homepage. What part of the homepage? Under the About Us. You can find it, share it, listen to it again. So you mean there's a button there? There is, under About Us. How else can they reach us? They can also find us on our Facebook page, Red is the Road to Wellness. So you mean to tell me we got a Facebook page? We do have a Facebook page. So what's on the Facebook page? All kinds of great stuff. We got daily inspirational quotes, community events going on. People can leave us comments and suggestions. Awesome. That sounds like good stuff. Is there any other social media stuff that we got going on? We are going to have a Twitter coming up here soon. I will be posting that on our Facebook page and our rrwlife.com page. Tweet, tweet. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, thank you for joining us, everybody. Don't forget Facebook and rrwlife.com. <laughs>